everyone. Welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with the nerds here. Um, hope everybody's had a good week. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of us have. But uh, yeah, as we continue on, we're going to give you guys uh, part one, or I guess season one, part two of uh, the, uh, the Clone Wars cartoon. And this will be uh, basically discussion of episodes seven through 12. But uh, before we get into any discussion points or things like that, uh, DP, why don't you tell uh, everyone how to find us and where to find us? Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Um, make sure that you are going to that site where you see all our links to your favorite social media outlets at Nerdcyclopedia on Instagram, Facebook, and also on um, Twitter. Um, make sure that if you're watching us on YouTube right now, you're clicking on that link so you can get notifications. So anytime that we're on, you that you know that we're on. Make sure that you are um, subscribing to us at our fav- at your favorite podcast outlets, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, I, uh, Google Play, wherever you, that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And also make sure that you are giving us that good feedback. Remember, we have our Carbonite Bounty BS um, podcast um, uh, forum right on Facebook you know, group. Uh, you could actually comment there and join us. Of course, bring your friends. We love your friends. And, you know, anybody else who, you know, wants to talk some Star Wars with us, bring them on there so we they could get some, so they could, we could give them some feedback and they could give us some feedback too. Um, and also um, email us, nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. Appreciate that, DP. And uh, as we get things started here, guys, just some couple light news topics. And it's really just uh, things bouncing around. As far as the stratosphere, um, there is some talk that uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau have not been too uh, involved in some of the other projects, which is uh, pretty nice. I mean, obviously they'll oversee them, but they're letting these other storytellers as we're getting these episodes get their point across. But as I feel, I mean, they're not going to approve it moving forward if there aren't... um, you know, substantial, you know, things they wanted to see in Star Wars and as long as it continues. So I guess that's one of the big points is we're seeing these Obi-Wan series and things like pop up that uh, the Favreau and Filoni um, kind of hand in, you know, and everything like George isn't as, um, you know, as much as I thought it'd be. I thought they'd be involved in every project, but it's nice that they're letting these other people um, be involved, tell their story. But like I said, hopefully these stories that we're, we're getting um, will kind of follow in the same Mandalorian type theme. Well, uh, the way I feel about, um, I mean, it's not George that's, he's the godfather of everything, but he's not involved in anything right now. Um, Filoni and Favreau, they they have their certain sets with the Soka thing that's coming out, the um, the Rose Squadron, I believe, and also, of course, the Mandalorian and also the Boba Fett show. Um, I mean, they got their set in section. Um, right. Yeah, let the other, you know, it's, it's Star Wars is a big playpen, so it's, uh, it's a good sandbox that you you can play in and, um, you know, let other, other creators do their do just as long as you're not straying too far outside of the um, right. um, or contradicting, I should say, any of the lore, then I, I think it's OK. Yeah, I think Carl Weathers actually has a show in development as well, which is would be pretty cool because, you know, yes. I know they chuckled him a couple give, episodes. Give in, me so, more yeah. grief. Yes. Yeah. That character literal, have, but, you know, he's yeah. like grief has some stuff. Grief is awesome. He's like if Han Solo went somewhat legit, not all the way legit. You know what I mean? Like that's what, where he would have ended right. up running that cantina. So I, I, lo- I love Grief Karga. I uh, love Carl Weathers. You know, a wise man once said, anytime you can have a Wookiee and a Mandalorian in the same universe, that's a universe right there. And what is it with the Wookiees? I don't know. Uh, You're like Wookiee, a Wookiee fetish. Something. 
<laughs> you like, you like hair? What? So, so before we came on, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Wookiees for some reason. We were doing our Wookiee impressions. So I'm going to do mine. We might as well take a turn here. This is you know light news week. I'm just going to do one Wookiee, Wookiee impression. Okay, that's that's mine. Anyone else want to do one? Just to get it out of the system. <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> that means you pass. That's okay, the Wookiee right. guard. That's, that's like that's, that's close enough. That's the Wookiee pass. Okay, that's yeah, close that enough. That passed. That, right. that Wookiee impersonation passed. Man, hey, that was a piss poor. I mean, you know, I was, that that that, that Wookiee has no game. Whoever made that sound, you know. <laughs> You know, so the great thing about having this broad universe and there's so much Star Wars coming out is, you know, the reason there was so many like there was so much focus on these prequel series and, and this older media is because it took three years to get more Star Wars. You know, the Clone Wars is this first instance where there ever really was this much content coming out on a regular basis. And it's something that reminds you that what's going to happen now is that it's not like we're not going to get anything, you know, from the core series, but we're going to get so much more. And if you expand the horizons of the universe i mean there's only so much work two people can do so you're naturally going to reach a handoff point and i think they've done enough to foster the tv universe where this is not just acceptable it's desirable to see more flavors so i'm excited about it yeah i think they've opened up uh and they've got enough good talent working on it now that they can do i mean they can do whatever they want i mean and, and make it good as long as they keep the keep the uh the format the same right what they've come, what, what the Mandalorian has started, and as long as you keep doing that, it's all good. Yeah, true. I, I believe that as well. I'm actually excited for the Andor series, even though we know his end. I mean, stories like that. Super Bowl and, thing on that Super Bowl spot. Um, yeah, no, there's a spot. I, I haven't, I haven't found anything yet. That, that usually leaks out tomorrow, but uh, there is, you know, some Star Wars allegedly. There's some stuff they're going to show during uh, the Super Bowl, or there's a time slot. I mean, Disney usually buys up a bunch of stuff, so um, I know there's a spot for that. I think we'll get like the ninth Black Widow trailer. I don't know why they just won't release it. It's been done, but please, yeah. finally, it's there. You know, it's right. also like sort of a prequel too. I mean, this is a Star Wars podcast. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not veered too right. far off. The, the yeah, we won't veer off of that, but yeah. So, but um, yeah, there there should be a spot there for the Andor stuff. I believe that's the outside of Solo, which is um, in screening now. I believe I'm pretty sure they're screening that now. We're starting to shoot uh, early stuff. So yeah, that's really the next um, next projects coming out. So and I know they have footage they've been hiding from us based on some of that investor stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's really our, our new segment for the week, guys. Um, I guess moving into the episode here and going over uh, part two of season one, which are seven through 12. Um, we'll start with you, DP. What were your first impressions of these uh, this this next uh, five uh, or six episodes of the um, Clone Wars? I liked them. Um, you know, um, me and um, Hitch was texting back and forth. You know, when you get Jar Jar in some of these, some of these scenarios and stuff, it, it's a big turnoff, so... Uh, um, good thing he wasn't in a bunch of them, but I did notice um, in one of that one of the later episodes, I believe it was like either ten or eleven. It was seemed like it was a different voice doing him yes. because he wasn't as annoying. Yeah. I noticed you know? that too. Um, so I was appreciative of that, and you know he didn't have that much you know um, input or whatever. But he did. They did the um, the, the 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 clones did put him up as a um, as a, a decoy <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was you that was something bad to have to him, didn't you? I know you're sick. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, it was interesting seeing like um Grievous, you know, his whole lair and everything. That was pretty dark. Um we got to see the introduction of a a new a Jedi that I've never seen before. So that was, you know, exciting. Like what, Kit uh Kit Fistu, Kit or Fisto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. And his former Padawan, um, Nadar or whatever, who mm. was uh, texting Hitch, you know, he's hard headed, you know. So he just kept not doing, you know, what everything that his um, old master said, and ended up getting losing his life over that, you know. Which in Star Wars thing, uh, I'm sitting up here watching this 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 show. I'm like, okay, they were getting pretty. Um, it's it's pretty lethal in this universe, you know, with the killing and stuff that's going on. Um, so yeah, I was I was liking some of the episodes. Uh, I, I liked the whole um, Dooku, Anakin, and um, um, Obi Wan, you know, being um, in the prison together and them having to work together to escape. So that was that was pretty decent. And I liked the whole pirate gang episode. So I you know I thought that was that was pretty decent. What about you, Hitch? My my favorite thing that happened was that we got an R two D two nude scene, and that was what I'd been waiting for for. <laughs> literally forever so they take r2d2 apart and they're like this is what you look like inside and it's just a bunch of like cans wow. or whatever so wow. funny uh that's what i was thinking the whole time and then of course you know we were watching i'm watching episode eight and i and i started doing this you know pretty soon after we found it was like monday and i just like had this terrible terrible feeling that it was going to be all about jar jar binks and it was you know and he made a friend with a caterpillar <laughs> and padme was in it too and so jar jar is like this this mendacious House of Representatives character who just does Palpatine's bidding because he's from his home planet and he's like whole, a wholly owned subsidiary politically of, of Palpatine. So it's like it's kind of interesting to see that. Um, as far as like, you know, the, the episodes I actually liked, I did enjoy a lot of uh, the space battle stuff, especially the Grievous stuff. Seeing a little bit more into the origins of Grievous is interesting because he's so, you know, Seeing this in in um, chronological order as it exists now is so interesting because this is all like um, you know Grievous is in episode three, so this is all color for that that was missing the first time I saw that, and so it's so interesting to see that. And you know, coming back to General Binks uh, in in uh, episode twelve, <laughs> I just kept thinking to myself like like the clones are like oh we're oh we're we're in some trouble uh, representative we better put on your seatbelt and then they do and the other thing the other senator dies and i'm like why couldn't it be jar jar it should have been you <laughs> so you know and jar jar gets all these clones killed and gets that guy killed like you like he's he's got a trail of bodies that he's reckless. stacking up here you know what i mean reckless and just like we talked about last week I, you know, these clones are real to me now because I've seen their, like, I believe they all have this interior monologue, this rich, this rich depth of their character. So losing these pilots to Jar Jar's idiocy hurts. <laughs> it hurts. And I just, and I just don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> That's all I have to say about Jar Jar. <laughs> How do you follow that up, Ken? Well, you know what? I just got an email from the Gungan Union, and uh, <laughs> they they have a few points they want to take up with you, Hitch. And uh, <laughs> it's of a private uh, matter, so they want a meeting maybe through uh, Teams uh, later on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching these. I'm watching this whole Clone Wars 
uh, thing. And I know what they're doing. And here's what they're doing for me. One big thing is they're introducing me to Jedi Knights who I saw mercilessly die in Revenge of the Sith that I had no idea who these people were. I mean, I'm just I'm just being what? completely honest. Okay. I had no idea who Kit Fisto was. Yeah. No idea who uh, uh, Unduli Luminari was. No idea who these people were. But in and I'm I'm sure we're gonna see um, Alea Sukul, the the blue Twilic. Yeah. Sure. We're, she got blindsided in Revenge of the Sith. I mean, that was legit. Like, who the heck is this person? And what? So anyway, Clone Wars has given me background. So now I get to know who Kit Fisto was and Plow Koon, too. Because there are these yeah, Jedi Knights yeah. that in the movies, you just see them get wiped out. You have no idea what their backstory was, who they were. Did they have Padawans? Did they have family? What was their deal? What was their story? So Clone Wars, I think, is filling in these spaces for me. With a very entertaining story, naked naked R two D two. Of course, I didn't even think about that. R two D two torn apart in pieces, like C three PO. So that was nice to see R two blown up. Finally, he gets uh, and Grievous. I would really like to see <clears throat> where he came from because he's like he's like a cross between Pinhead and. Uh, <laughs> another dark element you know like a dark fighter like blade like if you took blade and made him evil like pinhead and then put armor on him you know he's just got this he's just some weird about him he's like he's like a, a big blunt knife or machete slicing up play-doh i mean this guy has absolutely no no uh there's no romance in his anger and his violence he's just pfft, he just doesn't care and what Hitch mentioned last time, he just like he blows shit up. Oh, sorry, he blows stuff up and gets in the ship and flies away. Like, and he gets to another ship, blows that, that gets blown up. He gets in his ship, flies somewhere else. He's great. So I like to see more of Grievous. But I like being introduced to all these Jedi that basically I didn't know who they were from a hole in the ground. And uh, so they were all in um, um, Sith, huh? They were all in Revenge of the Sith, and they all died. Oh, I've seen quickly. Yeah. Those are those are the ones they. He chose those specifically for this. Um, yeah, for that reason. Right. Well, Fisto, yeah, right. so he's in. You see them well, a little bit, and then well. kind of puts it all together. So that's that's my take on it. And there's no. Was there a Wookie? I don't think it was a Wookie. <laughs> no. Not yet. Uh, maybe that's yeah, yeah, maybe that's uh, where all that comes from. We are missing a Wookie this week, and that's we're just all Wookie, Wookie uh, thirsty. It's what it is. <laughs> I think there's a Wookiee Jedi, but that might be in the uh, whatever the High Republic. Lobaka, Lobaka, Chewbacca's nephew, is a Jedi in the Legend series. The Legend series, which once again, I just want to make sure everybody knows that this episode, like every other episode of Carbonite Bounty BS, is brought to you by the Chewbacca Memorial Association. Because everybody cried when the furball died. <laughs> on Zerempital. So, everybody remember that. Do not forget it. Hey, right. Hitch, do you have this, do you have the, uh, I think it's Saturday Night Live. Is it Saturday Night Live where it's <laughs> 10 years later after A New Hope and Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher actually puts a medal around Chewbacca's neck? <laughs> yeah, I seen that. <laughs> you you know Chewbacca. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you one of the people that petitioned for that? Because... No. <laughs> that happened in 1987. I was four, man. Like I, I, I definitely wasn't writing letters. I mean, I know, I know, I seem like that kid, right? Listen to me. Yeah, you do. 
Listen to me, George Lucas. You're going to put a medal on Chewbacca. You're going to pay. You're going to pay dearly. They they sensed the midichlorians in you when you were like four years old. So, you know. Yeah, you know, the internet puts on like 15 years. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You could be you could be 80. What's, uh, what's up with this dynamic between Dooku and um, Grievous? Because uh, Grievous yeah. seemed to be pretty irritated by a lot of things that Dooku was trying to do as far as pulling his strings. And Dooku is just like, you know what? I mean, I got this, you know, under control here. So you, you're, you know, it, what's, what's up with that? I mean, um, Trent. <laughs> I mean, as far as my take on it, I, when I figured it, I, I just, it's like a, uh, it's an interesting dynamic because you have obviously your force users, whether it be Jedi or Sith, and then you have these, I guess, elementals, you know, cyborgs that, you know, like for all intents all intents and purposes, you know, he has lightsabers from Jedi. He's killed somehow, which I'll never understand, but, you know, he's collected jet, uh, lightsabers. And I just think it's a power struggle based on, you know, this whole mecha versus, you know, I don't know, human slash whatever we consider him, alien element, it, it s- sort of bothers him. I think it's a power struggle. It's, as Hitch said, Gr- Grievous is one of those characters that uh, doesn't like to be inferior in any you know, facet of life. And I feel that he feels legitimate Sith are a threat to him. And I, to be honest, I don't even know if um, any Force abilities work on him other than maybe a push. I don't, obviously, with him being semi-human, I don't know if he has, uh, like, you know, a any mental capacity as far as mind tricks or things like that. But I think it's always been an issue to him would be as far as feeling, feeling inferior to any species or anything that is kind of the cause for him. Yeah. And Dooku has a plan, right? Dooku yeah. has a plan and it's all, he wants it to be, he's very organized. Like he's got OCD out the wazoo. <laughs> once things start to go a little sideways, he gets, he get he has to reel stuff in. Grievous is a he's a he's a ticking time bomb. You don't know what to <laughs> do next. So he's disorganized. So he, Dooku needs him because he's muscle, but then yeah. he also needs to be able to put a hand a hand on him to control him. And that's like you said, uh, T. Mitch. That's you're not going to control Grievous, and Grievous yeah. certainly don't want to be controlled by no old man. You know, <laughs> that. he's not going. To, he's not going to do it. He wants his own thing, and. Uh, and he's real vulnerable too, right? Yeah. We saw that. He, An old man with a crooked lightsaber. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm still. I'm still not sold on that. I just. That's just one of those designs. I. I. I whatever. He's holding it at an angle like that matters. Like I mean, the human yeah. is like you know does all this, whatever. You know, Grievous is interesting because it, it seems like he has like you're saying this inferiority complex, and and he tells his droid pointedly improvements right he goes aha this isn't just alterations these have a purpose he's basically turning himself into the greatest physical warrior that he can be and i think sometimes what he is as he's this illustration that this is what the force actually brings to the table for these warriors is something that's way beyond anything grievous can even access and so he is like what he is is he's this commander who's looking for the ultimate challenge and so he wants to turn himself into the ultimate weapon. And so that's what he's trying to do is he's trying to wield this droid army, which has no, you know, no ability to strategize, no ability to think. And he's using it as a weapon and wielding it against the Republic. 
and and that vis-a-vis the jedi he can never become what dooku is he can never learn how to you know how to how to see so far ahead like the jedi do you know i i play chess sometimes when i'm bored and if you ever play a computer set at like the highest level it's impossible to win you can never ever beat these things because they're so advanced and the thing a jedi gets is the ability to see the next three moves you're going to make and that's the thing about about using the force that's sort of like a passive thing that prevents grievous no matter how many alterations Grievous goes through, Grievous will never be able to catch up to Obi-Wan, never be able to catch up to Anakin, and never be able to catch up to Dooku. They just will always outclass him because of the Force. Mm-hmm. But he 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 wields the weapon very well. Oh, yes. He's modified himself to to handle four at a time. Woo! Man, that's deep. Yeah. Special oh. modifications in the wrists. I mean, that's, that's, that's stuff that the Jedi look at, and they're like, uh-uh. <laughs> well, 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 Kit. For that. You know, when, when that that was a cool battle too, with him and um, Fisto and everything was battling, and yep. you know he had the four the four lightsabers and stuff, and and Kit was still like you know hanging with them and everything. Um, that was a that was a real decent battle there, and the way he moved his wrists and like the the alterations that 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 uh, made him more formidable, um, I thought was pretty decent. You know, Grievous. You know, he held his. I mean. Kid held his own against him though, so that was a that was a pretty decent battle for me. Yeah, it was legit. Yeah, Again, the interesting even... thing, the interesting thing with Grievous is that he also, with all each arm, fights with a different lightsaber style. So the unique thing about him is he literally fights with four different lightsaber styles. So it's basically like fighting four Jedi in one. Even though in some sequences they move in unison, he actually has the ability to fight with four different styles. So a different lightsaber wow. style from each arm. Does That's he have a crazy. first name? General. General. <laughs> really? General. Well, look, look, look at look at you talking. Look at your first name on the screen, boss. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the shoe fits. Okay, his first name's General. General G. Grievous. G. Grievous. General General. What? No, it's a rank. It's also his name. Uh, his his name is actually uh, Kwaimal Jai Shilel. Shilel. Is he from oh, yeah. Krypton? This <laughs> <laughs> uh, was originally uh, Kali. That's too good. That's, Kali. That's about two galaxies away, there, Ken. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we said it was a big universe already, but it ain't that big. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> say, say that again. <laughs> his name is. Kwai Mal Jai Shalal. All right. Right? He's sure. from the planet Kalish. Uh, or he actually, Grievous was originally a Kalish from the planet Kalish. So I guess his race of person <laughs> or uh, species of people were still kind of cybernetic looking. Looking at some images of him. So. And then they saw yeah. a blender. Or like a food processor from Black and Decker, and he was like, "I must do this. This will be the, the strategy that will kill the Jedi." Right? But he has COPD too. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I never should have smoked so much when I was, when I was in school. <laughs> he's got that really bad cough too. He's like, he's got that really bad cough. You know, and he's just like yeah. Eisenhower in a different. You know, he's just smoking the camels like he just flying around in that ship like just smoking a cigarette he's like oh they blew up a ship again Ooh. just like yeah that's what's going on i 
thought it was kind of weird that Dooku got himself caught. You know, I mean, he seems like the type that, you know, that you wouldn't really, he wouldn't really get himself in that position to get caught by pirates and stuff. You don't but, think that was a setup? Yeah. No, I, I thought that was a setup. Yeah. I mean, Palpatine did the same thing, right? Or, you know, Senator Palpatine got himself trapped. Of course, that was a setup, too. He got trapped by Grievous, right? <laughs> Well, that was so, his, that was, I mean, we'll get to that in episode three. After, it, after what happened in January, I'm like, I am excited to hit that plot point because it will be interesting to see what we think about that now from 2021, man. That'll be wild. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Um, what do we think about the um, pirates and stuff? That's an interesting group, man. There's like some, yeah. there's some actual like real, like potential for good stories and, and interesting characters. I love the pirate captain. He's so like, yeah. you know, he's got, he's the right amount of pragmatic. <laughs> Is that the way to put it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that whole, that, the, the, that whole scenario was, um, it was decent to see. And then at the end, you know, when, um, you know, they, Obi-Wan just kept telling him, I mean, there's no reason for me to stay here, you know, or for us to stay here, we need to just go. So, you know, we're, we're just going to go. And, um, the pirates is like, okay, you know, um, and, and they were going against the, I mean, at the, at one point they were about to, he was about to kill him, you know, mm. with them being, you know, caught up in everything. And then at the end there, um, they sort of left on amicable terms or left each other on amicable terms. I thought it was like a, um, like, you know, like Hitch was saying, it's, it's a decent, um, you know, set up for them to be involved in some other things, I guess, you know, later down the line. I don't know if we're going to see them again, but there's definitely some good, you know, story, you know, potential with them. Yeah, you know, the interesting part about when you watch this series as well is it kind of ties all, even some of the novels that people have written. So when you see some of these expanded universe novels, such as like, um, you know, Legends of Luke Skywalker, which was a book leading up to episode seven, um, once again, you know, uh, Filoni, Favreau, everybody on board at, uh, you know, Lucasfilm, LucasArts, just do a great job of, you know, these episodes aren't the longest, but in some cases, even the Jar Jar content, it's annoying, but they kind of know when to cut it. You know, there's not too much to where, like, you know, when we discussed episode one, it just became so redundant. So I, I do appreciate the fact that they kind of, you know, it's kind of in and out, like we say, you know, outside of the annoying uh, intro, you know, guy, which I know Ken wishes we would cut, you know, I mean, that, that yeah, guy, he, yeah, he needs to go. He, yeah. uh, if, if it was because he sets the tone for the episode, he sets the tone for the Clone Wars movie, too, which sort of like, you know, put me yeah. off a little bit. And you take him out. I mean, I think it, it it's a much better. Are, are we getting him every episode? Um, every, every episode. Yeah. And, okay. I, the like, intro. Actually, Jar Jar. Jar Jar got no, 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 no where they would come mm. in and go, American troops have entered France, the, the landing at Normandy. Like, they come in and do that and show you the the thing. So I, I think I understand that's what they're going for. And that's interesting because... I can appreciate that perspective because I, I, I didn't think about that. So you're, you're kind of right on that end. 
it's neat that it's a little different from the serials, yeah. like the episodes of the serials we get. That this is more like a newsreel. It's more like a, um, like a almost like a documentary is what it's kind of being presented as, right? And it's so much like if you look at the actual length of the content, like like I know that Tom's been in our chat. Thomas has been in our chat saying we're in for the long haul. We are in for the long haul. In fact, and it is pretty long. You figure the movies are two and a half hours a piece. We're doing these in hunks about the same size, and there's going to be, you know, a lot of these that we're going to have to go through to get through the Clone Wars. So this is like, interestingly enough, when you start episode four at the very beginning, it's looking back at this event, and it is the the hunk, the biggest meat hunk of the Star Wars universe right now is this. So it all makes sense thematically, which which I appreciate. So that's pretty cool. And what uh, T. Mitch was saying, you know, uh, Filoni and them them guys, they know how to when to introduce a character surgically, like Jar Jar, in a certain point to push the plot along, and then when to take it out. So yeah, they're very deliberate about this. They're very deliberate about the action scenes and the fighting and the dialogue between Obi Wan and Anakin. They're very specific about these things. I get the feeling that they went through these these cartoons with with uh, a lot of detail to the storyboard to make sure that everything that was said and and done made sense and was very it was very, just very very deliberate about the whole thing so yeah, i think i mean I'll, I'll, had, I'll watch them all i'll watch them all yeah because it has to make sense because we got you know after all this we got episode three so it had it has to make sense and like you know hitch was saying they dedicated a large chunk between two episodes two and three to this so mm -hmm. this is a major thing in the star wars mythos you know as far as the clone wars which is pretty interesting um it'll be really interesting if they do something else later down the line to fill in those gaps between like episodes um six and seven you know yeah. you know um i don't know what they could do but like it's like you know here for saying this is a large chunk this is a large chunk, you know, to to um to pad everything between episodes two and three. Wasn't there a, there was a trade uh, paperback or at least a series, Jabba the Hutt, wasn't there? That sort of did that, filled in between Empire and in Jedi. Well, you kind of knew what was what was going on there. Shadows of the Empire does that. It goes in, uh, and it's that um, that was the trade you're thinking of. That was a game on N64 that. Totally yeah. ruled. Yeah, Ash, <laughs> Ash Rendar was the uh, was the hero. Yeah, that game that game rocks. So yeah, you think that kind of did fill in a little bit, but it didn't get too much with uh, to Tatooine, did it? I mean, I don't. Um, I, don't... I mean, they ran down that they were they were looking for job for Han. I know there was like a there's a swoop biker level, but you know it's it, it's 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 definitely ripe, right? Like all this stuff that happens after. Episode six stops. It's like there's this momentum where, you know, the story's moving moving forward. We never see what happens, and then episode seven sort of lands, and it sort of lands so far away from where episode six stopped that it might as well be its own new, whole new thing. And I think what we're finding now is we sort of look into the Clone Wars. Like this is all new content for me, but I'm feeling that it's sort of weaving this tapestry of Star Wars together really tight. Where now things that had an end point that I could see. Well, now I can see that whole thread coming into view. You know what I mean? So now, like, right. seeing, you know, Kid Fisto push over a clone a clone trooper in Episode 2 and then have all the plot that we will now see 
him do, I'm assuming. You introduce a character in season one, it goes seven seasons, I assume he comes back. My thing. And then we see what happens to him at, in episode three. And so this is like, it's building that bridge in between the two. And it's filling in a why. It's filling in more of the why. Like, why should we be so concerned that this is happening to these Jedi? Like, why should we have this investment? And so it's excellent from that perspective and that it's filling in those gaps that I honestly felt when I watched this in, in 2005 that these gaps existed. And who are these characters and why should I? This feels like a moment that probably should be hitting me even harder than it is. And I have this, I mean, obviously, Order 66 is going to be painful for us this time. <laughs> it's going to yeah, hurt. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking no, if, if, yeah, if, you, if General Ken and you Hitch are saying that, you know, these characters are going to meet some sort of crazy fate in Episode 3, me getting invested is going to be a really great thing because I've seen obviously seen none of this and you guys haven't really seen it either but i don't remember a whole lot from revenge of the sith so it's surprising hearing all these characters that you say are are in there that you really were like red shirts in that movie i guess yeah and they have no type of um you know history or whatever that we're that that we're getting invested now so it's a it's a good thing it's a good thing I mean, yeah, wait, wait, do you see it? Yeah, you'll you'll be like, oh yeah, oh man, he died. He, he went he went down like that. That was merciless, you know. You'll see. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, about Jedi, the... when Jedi forgot to to stop blaster fire all of a sudden. Oh, well, that's whatever. another story. Well, a whole that's bunch, a whole bunch of blasters, and they didn't. You know, it's a betrayal. Betrayal. You can never listen. If you stab someone in the back, you can never defend against a stab in the back. Uh, you right. just you just gotta let it roll. But think about all this, like all this this sort of backstory that doesn't have to be explained in episode three and isn't. And all of a sudden we have that. As soon as we see these characters, we don't need to be told this is this person. They're doing this. We're going to know exactly who they are, exactly who they roll with. And look, I mean, I would bet these troopers that are talking to Palpatine in this movie that have the paint. I mean, we're meeting them now, right? I mean, we meet commander Cody already. So like that tension that in my opinion seemed a little manufactured when I saw this the first time around is going to feel a lot more legitimate because it has this whole entire series to sort of bake in the oven. And when we get there at the end, it'll be ready. Hey, hey, that's, that's, that's what a good, that's what a good series is supposed to do, you know? So yeah, definitely can't wait. Yeah. Um, and one of, one of the final points as far as these episodes we've noticed as well is, like I said, you know, my biggest thing with Star Wars is obviously Sith lore. I've always wanted more of it. So you see that uh, this is kind of Dooku, I guess, as uh, Darth Tyrannus is his, his uh, Sith name, at him at his peak because he has obviously Asajj, which is his, um, you know, I guess not Padawan, but his uh, Sith apprentice. So. You know, at this point, this is as we're getting in episode three, and he's a lot older and weaker. The thing with the Sith and even Palpatine being, a, a, you know, a lord or a, a master, is you notice their bodies break down a lot faster than Jedi because they're built, they're fueled by rage. So as that rage starts to decline, you know, that energy starts to decline, they're so expandable. So it's kind of cool as we're saying we see him at his height here, and as you know, we we see him at episode three, kind of at the demise or at the end of his power. It's kind of cool that, that you know, for the hardcores out there who didn't know Asajj was, you're, as you're saying, we're filling these stories, we're getting lore, we're getting characters that you know, outside of the people who've just watched movies, what I never had any idea of. So I can appreciate what they're doing as far as each character developing them and even giving backstory. So when you do watch these movies now, it kind of makes them a little more, you know, palpable. I guess is the word. 
that's all I, I agree yeah that's what i was saying it that this is gonna and i'm 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 guessing so we what well, you got we have what seven seven seasons of these we're only like what 100 episodes left <laughs> yeah. it's not like they're gonna start repeating stuff you know I mean, we're, we got like more yes, it's, uh, you know, I think... story well, the crazy thing is, like, all those awesome characters that we were going to meet in The Mandalorian that we know are from this series right. still are yeah. in the future. So it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, we, the exciting thing. we've only met Ahsoka so far. Like, there's all these, you know, we're going to meet all the Mandalorians and all that cool stuff. And so there's a lot more meat to really look forward to in this series. And I'm excited that it's already sort of giving me additional depth and appreciation for the movies I already saw and liked. And that's something I really wasn't expecting when we started doing this, like, uh, Clone Wars watch. So I'm really glad we did, because now I feel like my appreciation for Episode 3 is going to be a lot better than it would have been if I'd never seen it. Right. Kind of like Ken saying, too, I think what Filoni and they did at this point is this is kind of where, like, uh, even, like, somebody neutral like DP has said, this is where Star Wars at this point in life was extremely toxic. Um, it was the hardcores who know everything, who know everything about the movies, know everything about the characters, and there were casual people who were trying to get into it. So what this series done, as we see, is they're developing these characters to where a neutral can come in, you can now learn about these characters, and as you say, when we see episode three, oh, that's that Jedi, oh, that's that person who died, had no idea who it is. So it kind of makes it Star Wars, and this is pre-Disney, it made it a path to where not you didn't have to be a Star Wars hardcore to watch Star Wars. It was just a, they're making movies and they're telling stories that anybody can relate to. So that's, that's my appreciation, getting out of it, watching it now, is just what they really were trying to do as far as breaking down barriers. Because like I said, I remember at this time, if you were a Star Wars fan, you were a hardcore. If you weren't a hardcore, you didn't matter as far as in the Star Wars community. So it did a really good job with this kind of breaking up, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you can um, and you don't have to watch this. You don't have to watch this too, and you know, to still enjoy like the movies and everything. But you know, seeing a series and you know things are developed with the characters, you're missing out. You know, on um, a lot of the stuff. Like you know, just to keep going back to all these red shirts that were dying in, like you know, uh, Revenge. Um, you're getting a lot more depth with them. So if you're into characters. You know, instead of actual stories and everything, this is a great watch for you. You know, um, you know, filling in those gaps and everything, especially if you got time to watch it. You know, I mean, it's a lot of stuff on, and the the the, the episodes are only 22, 21, 22 minutes. They're easy watches. You're in and out. You know, bam, I can put on a um, Clone Wars episode. You know, and then do my um, chores and stuff afterwards. <laughs> yeah. The most important thing that you said, uh, DP, is that if you don't watch it, you're missing out. You're missing out on some great content. And some if you already like Star Wars, this is perfect. And I didn't see that back when these came out. I missed that. Uh, that that narrator bugged me a little bit. I, uh, go ahead. I think I think a lot of it was put off. So the narrator, the fact that it was an animated cartoon, the and the fact that the animation, when I first seen it, just put me off. I'm like, oh no, this is. I, I'd rather keep my stuff live and everything, and I'm casual. So to see something like this in sort of computer animated form was not for me. So I, I wasn't even watching it. But they have, you know, now coming back to doing this with you guys, watching The Mandalorian, getting into it more, and wanting to know more about the universe and knowing that the universe 
has such a big vast, it's such a big vast of, you know, good stories to tell, just stories to tell, period, makes me want to, um, like I said, I was thinking, this was all about the Skywalkers. Star Wars is not all about the Skywalker. It's the Skywalker is the main, you know, main thing, but it's more than that. And we're only seeing it, we have the episodes of Clone Wars that don't even feature, that they, they barely feature like Anakin, you know? We're getting like, you know, um, whole episodes with like Fisto and, um, you know, um, Nadar and everything and um, um, Grievous and stuff. And I got, I mean, it's a really great appreciation if you love Star Wars. Yep. And as far as this, guys, before we wrap it up, is there any questions of the week we have for uh, anything we've got from uh, any of our online viewers or, uh, you know, anybody over the social platforms this week? Well, before we, we talk about what we want to do this week, I want to first say a humongous thank you to everybody who has been on our forum on Carbonite Bounty BS on Facebook. The answers we got to this question uh, about Gina Carano were so uh, were so it deep up. and so passionate that, you know, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who decided to contribute. And, and we really, like, really, really appreciated the discussion. I want to say that the discussion stayed, first of all, uh, very cordial, and that's something that we want to keep on our message board. So thank you to everybody for sort of maintaining decorum even when we disagree about certain things. So thank you to everybody for that. Um, I, I am I'm just very glad that we got the contributions we got this from uh, from our group this week, and I'm real excited to see you know how this community grows. And I hope that you know you guys that are on the message board are you know considering coming with us on this sort of I don't know you want to call it like a book club rewatch of the Clone Wars if you haven't seen it before. Uh, I think it's really great. And I want to also say this, because it's something I haven't said in a while. And uh, some of you might remember me that I say this sometimes. But look, we have these apps. I know DP tells you about them at the beginning of the show. On those apps, you can give us a rating. And it is very important, even if you listen to us on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, go there and give us a five-star rating. Because look, I, I don't want to have to do it. But if you don't, <laughs> I will give you the business. That's what That's he does, people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank That's you again to our community for really showing up and, um, you know, having a real honest discussion. That, that's what really makes it fun to have uh, to have those discussion boards. So thank you again to everybody. No, it was definitely, a, like I said, especially in these times, definitely a good uh, topic to uh, kind of tackle. I mean, it was, you know, a valid point now. So uh, any of you guys have any suggestions as far as a big topic for this week or anything we want to throw up at, out, out there to any of our uh, fans or viewers? Um, what you got? What you got, T Mitch? I mean, you're the you're Mister Question. I mean, I guess the question I guess we can go this week with you know obviously we're thinking about you know obviously it's a Super Bowl weekend here so you know hopefully we're getting a, a slot in there or something so I guess we can get out there to the guys and all, all, all the listeners and guys and gals and you know boys and girls uh, what I mean and we kind of talked about it briefly when we went over um, what's coming from the IP. Uh, what is everybody really, really, really excited about? I mean, you know, there's like that's 16 shows coming. Yeah. There's 16 shows coming out like over the next three years, and that's I don't even think a full slate. I mean, what is what does everybody want to see? What, what is everybody excited for? I mean, you know, we got you know Aiden Christensen back and you know McGregor. I mean, there's a lot to be excited for, and 
obviously appreciative of. So yeah, what's everybody out there thinking about? You know, I'm I'm really excited about the Accolade series. It's not something that's coming out now, but uh, that's more Sith lore. Maybe uh, we'll get to see some people that you know I've read in some some novels and some legend stuff. So um, that'll be interesting. But also, you know, the Andor stuff. I mean, there's there's so much. So. I think that'd be a good question for her to pose to everybody is what, what are you guys excited for? Cause there is so much out there. Ahsoka. Which means more content, right? More Ahsoka. content. That's good more, more content. That's I can't wait to see us. Num, 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 num. <laughs> <laughs> how, how wouldest thou shut thine mouth and offerest thine money toward Disney? How would <clears throat> We still need that photo of you with the money up. Remember that we need the money photo. That, we have to get that like in the like a photo uh, still of that. Well, look, we're gonna do. I mean, eventually we'll do one of those. You know, we're a podcast, so eventually we'll have a caricature, you know, logo that'll have. You know, DP will have his hat. You know, you'll have your Sith. I'm just assuming we'll draw you in Sith regalia, Trent, and uh, and Ken, Ken will have his mask, and I'll be doing this with the money, and that's how it'll be. And somebody maybe eventually will draw it or commission it, but that's that's my guess is what it'll look like. You can have, and Team Mitch, you can have, I'm going to give you full red double-bladed lightsaber, and you get to have lightning coming out of your fingertips. That is my gift to you. Come on, now it's it's Revan. It has to be one red and one purple. That's my favorite, <laughs> char- that's my favorite character of all time, by the way. I'll give uh, it Revan. You. You're welcome to it. Oh, yeah. All right. Good and evil. But yeah, once again, guys, I, I thank everybody for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, once again, we, we, we do take the time to... Uh, to give you guys a good content and we like it said uh, don't like to beg or really ask but we're kind of saying please give us five stars and, and give us a good rating as it it helps us out it helps the community out more than us really it's not really about us it's about the community and there's a lot of things we have planned that we want to do but uh with some of these platforms um there are certain things in place that uh you know hurdles we have to cross and things we have to get checked in in order to do the things we want to do for everybody so if you guys can please keep interacting in the message boards um you know resharing retweeting you know sharing these these live these live casts even if you don't even care for us much you want us for five minutes even if you just put on your page hey just keep sharing please everybody give a share in and uh yeah. you know keep growing this community <laughs> you don't have to actually like us <laughs> I, I don't even think i like me so we're, you know, we are explicitly okay. not asking you to like us we know that's too much we, we're yeah, not trying we, to exactly. yeah, we don't want to be liked by anybody just hit the button <laughs> just hit the button, just hit the button. Yeah, just hit the button. who cares just hit the, button. <laughs> hit the button and then just move forward just treat it like move it's forward. the ring right you don't want to be the last person that saw it it's just not right. a good idea yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that would not be bad. good. Your family won't talk to you anymore. So, <laughs> so, like that. Um, so uh, next next week, guys, we're going to tackle uh, part three, which will be what you guys want to do. You want to try to up it a little bit? Um, there's how many left? We're at 12. So season one has a total of um, 22. So we can so, go. That's only 10. We can do 10. Yeah, let's let's let's. I mean, everybody could knock out ten episodes yeah. in a week. Yeah. yeah, we could finish it. Yeah, yeah, we'll finish knock yeah, it out. So, all right, guys, we'll finish season one here. So the last uh, ten episodes, so thirteen to twenty-two, uh, will be where we'll pick up 
um, next week here. So maybe give us a couple more minutes to discuss things, and um, we'll, we'll check out this format. Maybe these ten episodes might speed it up and, and be able to cover cover uh, a couple more contact, or excuse me, a couple more um, discussion points um, in more detail. So, uh, awesome. like I said, as everybody, we appreciate uh, your time listening and viewing. And um, until the next week, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Nerd Cyclopedia.